0: Hello, and welcome to Device Week, a podcast from MedTech Insight. I'm senior reporter for Do Salfruk, also known as Danny. When the White House Office of Management and Budget, or OMB, sent the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's draft harmonized quality system regulation back to the agency after only 35 days of review, it raised some eyebrows in the industry. After all, under a 1993 executive order, the OMB has 90 days to complete a regulatory review. So why did it take only a smidge more than a third of the time for the OMB to review what will likely be one of the most, if not the most, important draft rules to come out of the agency in decades? Here to unpack this for us is MedTech Inside Executive Editor Sean Schmidt. Sean, what's going on here?
1: Thanks, Danny. As many of our listeners know, since early 2018, the FDA has been harmonizing its Quality System Regulation, or QSR, with International Quality systems Standard ISO thirteen forty five. The FDA had sent its draft QSR to the OMB on January 5th for review, and it was returned to the agency on February 8th.
0: And what was OMB's conclusion?
1: The OMB's concluded action was labeled as consistent with change, which means modifications were made to the draft reg during its review. However, the consistent with change code doesn't differentiate between small editorial tweaks and modifications that drastically alter a rule. So it's difficult to know if the changes by the OMB were minor or if the FDA has to go back to the drawing board. But what some industry experts found eyebrow-raising, as you said, Danny, is what they consider to be a rather speedy review time of only 35 days. Covington and Burling partner Scott Danzis told me last week that it was, quote, quite remarkable that the draft rule was cleared by OMB in a little more than a month. He further said that the review time struck him as fast, quote, given the complexity of FDA's QSR requirements and the ISO 13485 standard. And Ricky Chase, she's a former FDA investigations branch director who's now a VP at Lachman Consultant Services, she agreed with the assessment made by Scott Danzis. Chase said in an interview with MedTech Insight that 35 days to review such a significant draft regulation was, quote, way too short, and she criticized what she calls the lack of transparency in the process. She said that after years of the FDA, quote, deliberating and hemming and hawing, and not being able to get the draft rule to the OMB, that she would have expected the reviewers to have, quote, given it a little more time on the table before sending it back to the FDA.
0: When Ricky talks about hemming and hawing, what does she mean?
1: Well, there she's talking about the number of times the FDA promised it would release the draft rule. You know, before sending the draft to the OMB in January, the agency had said it would be finished with it a total of seven times since 2019, With the latest internal deadline coming and passing this past December.
0: Yeah, there have been a lot of fits and starts, and the pandemic certainly didn't help. I'm sure that changed the timeline for getting the draft QSR out.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely true. I think everyone knows that the agency's focus shifted in early 2020. And so, yes, the pandemic did tack on more time for the agency to get that draft done. And really, a lot of things did, which we've detailed extensively in our reporting at MedTechInsight.com. Now, for her part, Ricky Chase said she doesn't want to paint this processes gloom and doom she's just surprised that it didn't take the OMB longer to review after all like you said at the top of the podcast OMB has a full 90 days to conduct its review
0: but there might be nothing particularly sinister about the 35 day review time couldn't just mean that the OMB found little that was objectionable so maybe the short review time is a good sign isn't that possible
1: Oh, of course. And that's what King & Spalding partner Kyle Sampson told me last week. He said that while the OMB has 90 days, there's no magic time frame. And he said the OMB can take less than 90 days or seek more time if needed. And he said the Office does both regularly. So it's difficult to read into what a 35-day review means. Sampson said because of how long the FDA had been working on the draft, that there could have been informal discussions between the agency and the OMB that shortened the review time. But he stressed that he doesn't have any inside knowledge of what the review process was like for this particular draft rule for this new QSR. And also last week, I talked to Aiken Gump partner Nathan Brown, who said OMB review times quote, vary quite widely and that people shouldn't read into the turnaround time for the draft. He went on to say that a 35-day review actually suggests that the OMB didn't have significant concerns or have the need for a lot of conversation back and forth with the agency about the rule, which he says happens.
0: Was there any other positive outlook amongst the industry experts that you talked to?
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Last week, I talked to Steve Silverman, who's head of the Silverman Group consulting firm, And he's a former director of the FDA's Device Center's Compliance Office. He said he'd be very surprised if the relatively short review time meant the OMB had a broad concern about the draft. He he also said he wasn't surprised that the OMB returned the draft rule to the FDA with the consistent with change code. Silverman said the fact that OMB made changes to the draft or quickly conducted its review doesn't signal that there was, quote, A fundamental divide between FDA and administrative expectations. Even consultant and former FDA official Ricky Chase struck a somewhat positive note, saying that with all the time the FDA had to write the draft, she hopes it went to the OMB in a very clean format, making the review more efficient for OMB. But she warned that nobody really knows what the draft rig looks like, or what changes the OMB made, or really anything at all, so... If someone says they know, they're probably lying.
0: Now, isn't that the truth? Uh, Interesting stuff, Sean, and great insight. Thanks for that report. And that wraps up this week's Device Week podcast. Head on over to MedTechInsight.com to read Sean's many stories on this quality system regulation harmonization. It's absolutely something all device companies should be aware of. And while you're at MedTechInsight.com, you can listen to the first six episodes of our podcast series, Speaking of MedTech, which features Steve Silverman, who you just mentioned, Sean.
1: That's right. Uh, Steve is my co-host on the Speaking of MedTech series, and we're releasing a new episode this week where we'll be talking about real-world evidence and real-world data and how it's being embraced by industry and the FDA. So be sure to check that out wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks, Sean, and thanks to all our listeners for tuning in. As always, remember, you can find us on Twitter at MedTech_Insight. Until next time, thanks for listening.